0: Welcome, everyone, to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Tom Schuster. Joining me tonight is Mark Myers. Jen is unfortunately under the weather and will not be joining us. Hopefully, she gets better soon.
1: Yeah, get better soon, Jen. Yeah, I'm, I'm fighting through the end of it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel.
0: <laughs> who knew Colds would be the death of us at this point?
1: Yeah, who knew Mask worked?
0: Yeah, that's weird. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: tonight, we'll be discussing our most anticipated E3 announcements. And we'll be reviewing our retro roulette game, GoldenEye 007, for the Nintendo 64. But before we get to all of that, Mark, what have you been playing while you were fighting off infection? Yeah.
1: So I didn't, I didn't play a whole lot through the three days. I was really sick. Um, the main thing, I've played a few things. Uh, the main thing I picked up randomly today, because for some dumb reason, my brain has been going through my backlog because, you know, I'm just waiting for Thursday. Mm, me too. To be completely honest. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going through and for um, I got, I went, you know what? Let me, let me see if I can speed run through, not speed run because I'm not any good at the game to speed run it. Let me see if I can speed run through Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. You know? I like the American Revolution history.
0: Have I, you ever, have you ever played Assassin's Creed 3?
1: Yeah, I got all the way through till, um... What point is it? I got the Connor and and the boat stuff. Right. I don't know how much further I got originally. Okay. I didn't realize how much of a prologue there is.
0: Oh, yeah. It's hours.
1: This whole Kenwick thing is taking way too long. I've also murdered a bunch of redcoats. Like Like a scene would start and the redcoat general would push me because they would just drop me in front of a patrol for some reason. Right. And I would just I would just stab him with the hidden blade and then kill this whole patrol. That happened at least four times. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that game sucks. Um, But <laughs> but uh. I do want to get through it because I want to see the history stuff. Right. Because um, I know they go to Philadelphia and I know they do Revolutionary War battles. And, you know, I just want to get to that. You know, yep. like, I, I didn't get to that.
0: Yeah, once you get through the Kenway stuff, it's almost all Philadelphia. Yeah, like a big part of it is Benjamin Franklin. So yeah, yeah, he's kind of your
1: um... Da Vinci. And
0: da all Vinci, that. right? Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think I got a. I think I got just into when you started to go to Philadelphia, like because because Connor's from is a Mohawk, um, from outside Boston, um. So I think you I think I was just leaving Boston. Yeah. Like you get the boat and all that. Yeah. Um, I have
0: I have beaten this game.
1: Yeah, and you can't remember.
0: <laughs> uh it it was well, 'cause I beat it like so something I do with Assassin's Creed games, and we're gonna go off in tangent already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I will start them and then I'll get bored. And I'll then I'll then I'll go, uh, I played a lot of that game. I should probably go back and beat it. Like I don't do that thing where I start over. Yeah. I'll go back and then continue through it, which is what I did with Assassin's Creed three, because I got to Connor and I was like, Man, this is boring. This <laughs> is really boring. <laughs> and then I eventually was like, I just I paid I I'm pretty sure I paid full price for that game. I'm pretty sure it was one of those yeah, games like as soon as it came out, I I got it. And I was mm-hmm. just like, Oh man.
1: Yeah, I, I did the same thing.
0: <laughs> I gotta beat this game. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so so i played i'm playing through that i'm not even through the kenwick stuff yet i had started it when i first got the computer and it was one of the games that i downloaded to actually be able to play on my computer Mm -hmm. because the uh they had a big sale on it i think it was like four bucks or something for the remastered edition back when i first got my computer upgraded Yep. so i got that along with origins and a bunch of other stuff through epic sales what epic was like just dropping sales about a year and a half ago um so um um through sequence two on sequence three so i think i'm almost done with kenwick um so i'm probably going to plow through that just to see i won't give too much of an update here um on what i'm doing uh so and the other thing um on ps5 you know still playing my you know sports games on there nba 2k and and it the show look amazing on on the system um so i play play through those um trying to think what else i um I keep looking at and wanting to play like games on the PS5. Like I'm like, should I try Days Gone? <laughs> it, yep. uh, you know, it's like that that's where my head is at with games. I was going through my whole list and I'm like, gosh, should I play this game? I don't know. Um but yeah, it's been a lot of that. I think Assassin's Creed 3 and sports games have really been it's been really busy with the holiday and all that since we last recorded. Um uh, playing that stuff. I think the main thing I've done is watch people play resident evil village. Yeah. I've watched a lot of that and it was, I will wait for that game to come on sale that to, to actually purchase it. Cause it's amazing, but I know everything. So, um, it's not worth paying 60, $70 for. Yeah. I um, understand at this that point for me. Um, I can't wait for Jen to get back into it because she's coming up to my favorite part of the game. Um, and it has nothing to do with giant lady. Um, and it's probably the shortest part of the game too, mm-hmm. um, but it's the best. Uh, so, um, the, uh, the only other thing I played, which, um, I think you, um, can also add to your list as well, is I was really impressed after watching people play it on Twitch and Giant Bomb and stuff like that. I was really impressed by that, uh, what the dub game that yeah. actually, yeah, that actually turned out to be good and not boring.
0: I was surprised, uh, it was, it was pretty fun for yeah. what we were doing for, especially, you know, uh, cause we never played it before, but it was, um, it was fun trying to make that part of your brain work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. I was surprised at how easily I was able to come up with some answers. Cause I feel yeah. like usually in those kind of games, I like just blank and I just, I have no, no idea what I'm going to say, what I, yeah. what I want to say, but, uh. It's it's it was pretty fun. I have to admit, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I had fun with that. And then, of course, on stream, I played the first four hours of the Mass Effect Legacy Edition. I will say the game looks much better. um, I would hope the graphical upgrades. Um, Then then I just I was watching somebody do a playthrough with the PC with mods Mm -hmm. um, before this Legacy Edition, and they did a really good job with the upgrades. So um, it looks good. Mass Effect is still a terrible shooting game. It's (laughs) real bad. Um, I don't remember if two or three gets better. I think they do. Um, But one is one is pretty bad. Uh, But I went for um, for those who don't know, next weekend, I'll probably pick up with it again. Um, I'm playing a uh, shepherd uh, that is just a dumbass and doesn't really like inquire about things. Like, you know, we can always go to the left and get more information on something. I never do that. (laughs) <laughs> um, unless if I like need it to trigger something um, and, and I'm picking all renegade options um, any renegade or the shittiest answer on the right hand side um, I'm picking all those they've some great situations have occurred um, uh, so I'm looking forward to it the only time I've really been Paragon ish is when I'm recruiting Rex and Garris and Tali um, even though I was a little bit of a dick to Tali but um, it's just to make sure I get them on my team. <laughs> yeah, there's a way to not get them.
0: Well, there, yeah, there's a way to not them. get everybody, I think.
1: Yeah, all the ones that aren't, uh, a, uh Ashley and and Caden. I think you. I think I'd have to look this up. So correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong. But I think those are the only two that have to come with you. You know, and then I think one more. I think you maybe maybe Garris comes anyway because you need him for the investigation on Saren. Mm-hmm. but i think you can not recruit rex and and liara um no no you know it's liara liara is the one you need and and Garrus. rex is the optional one um because everyone else is part of the story i think i forget correct me if i'm wrong um i know you can lose most of them um at some point so um that should be fun to see if my renegade stuff um loses people um, I am pumping everything into Intimid- Intimid- Intimidate as soon as that is available to I- increase. I will <laughs> use as many points to fill that bar and then fill in elsewhere um, because that allows, um, you know, a lot of those Renegade and Paragon options to become available. And it also helps when you're selling stuff. If you have Intimidate up, you get a lot more money for the things you sell, um, which I didn't know the first time around. Um, and Charm makes things uh, cheaper to buy. But as I think Jonathan said, or some no, no, it was Maiten in chat, said that you can pick up just about every good weapon in the world, so there's no reason to really buy anything um, yeah. outside of the armor, uh, the Spectre armor, which I think is the only stuff you really can't pick up in the world. Um, so if I can sell things at a high price um, and uh, be able to buy that armor, then I'm good. But my favorite line, um, I think I mentioned this on stream a couple times, is there is a line from... Joker where you're talking to him for the first time when you take over the Normandy and, you know, he he sort of tiptoes around his disease and if you pick the shitty options for Shepard all the way through the conversation she'll end it with uh, you're not going to uh, infect everyone, right? (laughs) And for those of you that don't know uh, Joker's disease, is he just has brittle bones it's not like a virus or anything but that's exactly how she says it. She goes, you're not going to infect everyone right <laughs> and it was great it was, it was the moment that made me laugh the most i never heard that line before i'd never seen it and it was it fit the character perfectly um yeah and uh, i got to see my favorite line that i've seen every time i played one the the uh, one and a half times i played before it um is you meet the crazy scientist guy on the first planet on eden prime and you can tell him that you can say you want him to shut his mouth or something. And Shepard goes, say good night, Manuel, and then punches him in the face. <laughs> and Jennifer Hale delivers it so well. That's great. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting back on that horse next week, um, you know, and and playing uh, a couple more hours of that. Hopefully we'll get through, we'll get Liara and then we'll get through the three planets before Vermine. And then maybe do some side stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah. Looking, that's about all I played. Um, we'll have a lot to talk about next time, um, especially <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to it.
0: Me too. Well, that's that's cool. I'm glad you're having fun with uh, Mass Effect.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I. It, it the one one slight last tangent. It it's like the time when I tried to do my Fallout New Vegas thing, but we didn't have much of an audience watching then. Um, right where I went, did Fallout New Vegas, where I was just killing everyone, literally everyone. <laughs> like, uh, like the first town you go to, I did all the good stuff. Like it was goody two-shoe up until when the, the bad guys invade, um, it, the people that escape the prison or whatever, it, invade the, there's the small nice town. You're supposed to fight them off. And then the town's like, Oh great. Come back here anytime. Well, while the whole battle was going on, I just killed everybody in the battle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that town had no more residents left in it. Uh so that was fun. Then I went to the second town and there was way more armed people there and it became a problem. But uh I would love to do that again at some but I think that's my favorite thing about going back to some of these games with choice is to just pick a lane. Like I'm not gonna be like this is how my shepherd thinks. I'm like, All right, I want this shepherd to be like this and I'm gonna do everything I can to be like this.
0: Um, I mean that's that's good. That makes playing those games so much easier. Like if you go ahead of time for going, all right. I'm just going to do all the good. I'm going to do all the bad. I'm going, you know, all the renegade, all the paragon. It yeah. just makes life easier when you're trying to play those games.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. If we in two years, when we're done all of them, if I go through all of them, um, to see what my choices of being a completely renegade shepherd will look like, <laughs> and who will be by my side.
0: That's gonna. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> all right, I have been playing more kingdom hearts chain of memories of course um i i've finally made progress it's yeah. uh it was it was a tough go there for a little while but uh i've now progressed i think i'm on the 6th or 7th level of the castle uh okay. you're in castle oblivion if i haven't mentioned that previously uh and you're just going through all of the worlds that you've previously gone through in um in Kingdom Hearts one. So slowly getting there. Uh, it's I'm I'm figuring it out slowly, but surely it's it's just a weird game to get a hang of. If that makes sense. It's just like um, the whole card thing is just weird to try to figure out when you're used to just playing a game. That's an action game. So the card thing, I'm slowly figuring it out, but it's still it's still a slow go. Like, I should have been done with this game months ago, but it's just (laughs) taking forever. Um, But yeah, so that and then I, of course, I've been playing some uh, MLB The Show just when I have, you know, five minutes and I'm not I don't feel like watching YouTube. I just throw on throwing a game or two of the show. Uh, My player is in AAA. He's almost in the majors. I'm thinking next season or he'll be a late season call up and then hopefully the season after that, he'll get to start with the big leagues, which I don't know that yeah. I don't know that I've ever in a road to the show have had a player make it to the majors. Like I always just get bored before that happens.
1: I only did it once with the easiest route, which is to be a relief pitcher. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned this, but
0: if you like start a road to the show, it automatically makes you a two way player, which is really weird. Like uh, why? And
1: that's the whole thing with this year.
0: Right. I, I know, but it's like, all right, Otani did it, so now we got to make it a thing. Now we have to like, now everybody's going to try to be a two way yeah. player.
1: Like I said, it's it's the, it's a the thing with the game this year. You can totally choose not to do it, and choosing to do it is ridiculous. Well, like, I, I, was...
0: I didn't realize, and then I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to do this because it might make it more interesting. It might make me want to play it more if I'm doing pitching yeah. and hitting. Uh, but I I set it up so the guy only pitches like. He did, he's not in the rotation. He only does like spot starts. Yeah. So it makes life a little easier <laughs> instead of having to p- pitch every fi- fifth game, and it'd be a nightmare. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's still fun. It's it's again, uh, we've said this over and over, Ant and I. It's one of those games you have to play like right after work, and you can't play after seven, like seven p.m. It just all of a sudden you can't hit. It just okay, so it's, it's the timing. The timing is so precise. And even if you get it right, it does sometimes doesn't matter. It's it's just baseball. Like you could get a, you could have a perfect timing and it's just like a lazy fly ball. It's like, why bother having the perfect timing and telling me it's perfect. If you're just going to have it be a, a, not a hit, it should be a hit every time if it's perfect, but that's baseball. All right. Other than that, uh, I don't think I've mentioned it on this podcast. I think I mentioned it on stream, but I am a very weak person and I've added to my Kingdom Hearts collection. All right. I purchased Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. <laughs> because it was 29.99 on sale and I was like, "You know what? I could probably I that's that's good for this game because it came out at like 50 bucks and I was like, I'm not I'm not paying $50 for this game." So it finally got down to a price where I was like, "Okay, I could, I could I could do that for a rhythm game." And it's really a weird rhythm game. It's because the notes are enemies and you attack them to make the note play. Okay. So it's like a hybrid action rhythm game. It's really weird. Like I might have to, I might have to stream it just to show people like how, I don't know if I can though with copyright or whatever, I'll have to look into it just to show people like, cause so also the controls are weird. So there's three different buttons you can use. To control Goofy, Donald, and Sora, you can use L1, R1, and X or cross for for yeah. those who, uh, who who care. Who,
1: who say <laughs> it wrong? <laughs>
0: um, but you can just hit X for all of the all of the notes, unless it's like a linked note where you have to hit more than one yeah. at a time. It's like you could just hit X the whole time. It's just weird. Like I have in my brain. Set it up so that L1 is Donald, R1 is Goofy, and X is Sora. Just so I, like, keep using all of them. But otherwise, it makes no sense. It makes no difference. Like, I could just press X over and over and over and over, and then for the linked notes, have to hit all of them, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like it's a game for babies.
0: It pretty much is. It's not, I mean, but there are some hard stages, which is weird. Like, it gets somewhat complicated towards, to like, where I'm at now. I kind of, like rolled through the first couple of stages and now I'm at the parts that are now getting difficult. So yeah. um but the nice thing about it is that it explains the story as you go forward. So yeah. I'm ho- I'm hoping that it gets to like Kingdom Hearts three and tries to explain what the hell happened in Kingdom Hearts three. So I don't have to like watch a hundred YouTube videos to figure out what <laughs> happened.
1: That's that's the hope, right? yeah sit in front of youtube
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't want i don't want to do 100 hours of research to figure out what happened in kingdom hearts 3 like i did when at the end of final fantasy 7 remake like i don't want to do that again
1: we're gonna be doing it in a few days i still haven't decided
0: if i'm playing through the whole thing at once or if i'm just gonna play the dlc i want to play it all the way back through with all the enhancements but i haven't made the decision yet also i don't know if um if the dlc is like integrated into the story or if it's just all after like i don't know how they're doing it i guess Hmm. we'll find out
1: yeah well knowing i don't know knowing uh,
0: well i mean if they're doing it like they did final fantasy 15 they'll all be it'll be its own
1: thing i think what they're doing and I, i i I haven't fully read into all the stories about it, but I think that they are um, it's supposed to take place um, during the time you're with Aerith going to Wall Market.
0: Right. While you're doing like, all like the climbing. Chapter 8 or
1: 9 or right. something like that. It's supposed to take place during that period. Like before like you'll get to see what happens why teeth? Why teeth is going to Don, you know. Cornel. I don't know if that'll happen, but you know what they were doing while you know you were with Arif. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I guess once I download it and like look and see. All right, is it its own thing? If it's its own thing, I might just play it by itself. But if it is a, if it's like integrated into the story, I might just do it all at one time. I might replay the whole game. Yeah, we'll I, I
1: I may play it all again on easy and just to get to that like at yeah. this point i'm not a i'm not a difficulty snob neither you know I don't I've, ca- al- I've already gone through this game i just want to see this new stuff and i don't care if i make the new stuff easy
0: yeah i, I just want to see the story i don't give a shit about hard mode like i used to i used to be the person that would go back and beat games on hard mode but yeah. i don't care i mean I'm, i would
1: do it for this game just because of the stuff they change like they give you a reason to do hard mode
0: yeah, but um, I, I it's not like I used I, to start games on hard mode. Yeah, I don't do that I mean. anymore. Yeah. I don't yeah, do that like, anymore.
1: I beat all games on easy or normal. Um, and, you know, and then if I want to like remake, I got all the way up to Hell House or Triple H fight as uh, as me and Jonathan called it, uh, <laughs> you know, Hell House on hard yes. Um, fight, which you have to know how to equip your character. And then I found out through a playthrough I'm going through is that the stop spell is like essential for that fight yeah um, because it works on every boss um which is funny watching him play through it and but even random battles that were taking me a couple minutes this guy yeah, I'm watching this play through throwing the stop spell on them and when they're when they're staggered and then just destroying them before it runs out yeah and it's ridiculous but yeah it gives me a reason like I got through I went, played all eight chapters up to that fight. You know, um, and beat the, did the squats on hard and,
0: you Did know. you, did you beat the, all the squats?
1: Um, I did all the squats. I got two of the three, um, pull-ups.
0: Okay. Like, all the, it, oh, right. Pull-ups was the hard one.
1: Yeah. Pull-ups, he gets, it gets, cause it, it does like a four. Yes. You know, it's not, it's not a, like a baseball diamond, which was an right. easy way to remember for squats. Um, but yeah, they. So I'm I'm, ho- I'm just gonna play it on easy or normal. I might play from the beginning, just go through it and all that. Uh, I'm hoping it's not one of those things, but Namora is is involved. So God knows that it's there's gonna all this phone stuff is also gonna be connected to the story somehow as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited I, either way Yep,
1: yep, yep. I'm ready to purchase uh, Integrate as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. I, I'm a big Yuffie fan, so uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to ha- control Yuffie in battle. I feel like her fighting style is perfect yeah. for this game. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. So uh, a lot of stuff has been happening. I have a little bit of computer-related news uh am going to talk about real quick. Computex happened last week. Uh, that is a... It is a uh, it's usually like a... I guess it's a computer insider event. I believe it's it takes place in Korea, South Korea, okay. um, but obviously it was all remote this year. But a lot of new things usually get announced at Computex, and this year we had a few good things get announced. I was which I was surprised about. Uh, Intel decided to not really announce anything, and they they really they did like a fluff propaganda piece on how they're changing the world with their their (laughs) processors uh it was really cringeworthy and terrible and then they were like oh yeah we got two mobile processors coming out thanks intel you're really helping us out here (laughs) then nvidia decided let's piss everybody off uh nvidia came out and announced the 3070 ti and the 3080 ti both of which you're never going to be able to buy the yeah. thirty eighty Ti, if you're listening to this Monday, has already gone on sale and out of stock <laughs> immediately. Uh it is priced at eleven hundred $1,100 dollars and eleven hundred and ninety nine dollars, which I just found out like yesterday that it was supposed to be a nine ninety nine MSRP and they're like, You know what? They're gonna buy it anyway. Let's make it eleven ninety nine I was like, Really? Nvidia, that's what you're doing? Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's just ridiculous that they're Even before you get into the rest of this, putting out these cards and putting no um, block on, you know, I guess they don't care. You know, blocks on enable them to be used in blockchain and stuff, which is the reason why regular people can't buy them.
0: They don't give a shit. They don't care who buys them. They just want them to get purchased, and they're going to, whether it be a scalper or a miner or whatever. Yeah. You should have seen the madness that happened at, like, Microcenters and Best Buys, because you could only buy these, I think, at least the Founders Edition cards, you could only buy in person, and it was like a, it was like a, it was like worse than, like, old Black Friday stuff they used to see. Did it, it, did it, get, did it
1: get as bad as Pokemon cards?
0: Yeah, it was the same type of thing.
1: Somebody pulled out a gun?
0: No, I don't someone? know if anybody pulled out a gun, but there was definitely, okay, so- like, pushing and shoving and so, all kinds of stuff. So it has not rose to
1: Pokemon card level. Then. <laughs>
0: that's just crazy. We'll have to, we we could do a whole <laughs> podcast on just that. I don't know what is going on there, but yeah, anyway, so the 3070 is priced at 599 MSRP, which okay. that's not so bad, but again, you'll never be able to buy one. Yeah. They released June 10th. So if you're listening to this, it is two days from now, yeah. right? Two days, three days from now. Three days and it's slotted obviously right between a 3070 and 3080 uh with the price to match. Uh I've seen a lot of reviews on the 3080 Ti saying that it's very close to a 3090, which is probably another reason they raise the MSRP cuz it performs almost like a 3090, but again, I never I will we'll never see them in person. Like there's no there's no point in even like discussing it because every it's so funny. Every every video I saw on the 3080 ti was like is nvidia totally tone deaf do they not understand that yeah. like like we all know this is a cash grab and they just don't care so whatever
1: yeah. and you know capitalism baby um it's just it, the, the thing is is i'm not gonna there's no way they can you're not gonna tell a company to not make money um, No.
0: yeah but so, you can't tell them that you're they're Normal install base is not going to want to purchase from them after all the mining is over because the mining will end. Yeah. It will crash and people will sell all their cards and then they'll have a shitload of stock and not be able to sell them because miners are no longer there yeah. Yeah, or they're using something else to mine. You know, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's just uh, my my thought was it's you know it, it's it's just I guess 1080 gaming is what I'm going to be doing for a while.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, like, I guess I'll learn ray tracing at some point. Um, Well, I guess my PS5 ray traces, so. Right. I'll be able to, to, you know, glad I purchased that, and uh, that was hell. Um, But the, the, oh, a funny tangent here. Um, I heard somebody saying that the most impossible um, uh, gaming console to find is not the PS5. It's the uh, Xbox One S.
0: Oh, the one S or the series S? So
1: the one S, because they made it cheap, so everybody bought it, and there's like they're not producing anymore. <laughs> so it's like it's like for all those people that can't find a series, you know, S or X, and we're like, you know what? I'll just get the you know the one, you know, S or X. It's like it's like impossible in some places. Um, uh, I was watching a streamer tell a story that he was he went to a friend's house in in Colorado somewhere. And they went out and they went to, like, you know, Walmart and Best Buy. And people were like, dude, I haven't seen an Xbox One since November in this (laughs) store. Like, I don't know. And they went to the GameStop. And she pulled them around behind the counter and went into their inventory system. She's like, look at this. And it showed all the GameStops in Colorado. She's like, we have the only Xbox One S in the (laughs) state of Colorado GameStops. Uh And she's like. We have it listed for three fifty. Do you want it? Three <laughs> fifty? And he was like shit. Sure. <laughs>
0: I mean Excuse me. If you're if you're that um desperate for a gaming yeah, company. Console... Well
1: they needed it for whatever they were doing at the house and they went to like four different stores and people just basically laughed at them.
0: Um, so what you're saying is if you own an Xbox One, you should put it on eBay now.
1: <laughs> S. One S.
0: <laughs> a one S.
1: You could probably find base ones used easily, but S is because they dropped that to, like, what, 100 or 99, 199 or something?
0: Probably 199, I would imagine. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it just, the stock went. That um, might not be everywhere. You know, Colorado might be not being a normal, you know, uh, coastal state or, you know, have many big cities in it. You know, it might be an outlier, or, but that would be still 80% of America would be right. in that boat, you know. So, but anyway, that that's a that all this conversation about graphics cards made me think of that, and then how insane it is, um, you know, nowadays with with all this technology, you know, and and things not you're not being able to buy not what you want because it you shouldn't sound like a like a baby going I want it, you know, right. sort of thing. It's just like well, even if something breaks, I uh, can't replace it, <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, that's the I mean, that's really the hardest thing right now is that like if you have a graphics card that is dying or whatever you purchased it two years ago and it's dying, they will you, like you can't even you can't mm-hmm. even get a replacement if you send it back to them like you have to hope they can fix it. Yeah. Like they can't even give you a replacement card like if you RMA it, you just have to hope that they can fix it because you, you're not getting a new one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's why I'm so glad I don't hardcore game on my graphics card. You know, I'm not like doing everything all the time at highest settings, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not pushing it to the limit. I'm like, I'm fine with 1080. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Yeah. Game looks amazing. Um. Uh. But yeah, I, I don't know the solution outside of, like you said, the, the mining just dying off again for a period of time.
0: Well, uh, eventually it will. And I think we're kind of hitting that point right now because I think Ethereum, like, crashed. Not, not crashed, but it, it has gone down significantly. And I believe they're going to make Ethereum not able to be mined by graphics cards soon. I don't know exactly when. I may be t- talking completely out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure that that is the case. And once that happens, there's going to be a flood of graphics cards hitting the market. And then you'll be able to buy whatever you want on the secondhand market for yeah. really relatively cheap. Like I, I bought an RX 480 after the first mining crash for like a hundred dollars. <laughs> that same card right now is selling for like four hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm debating ripping it out of a computer and selling it because it's. I'll never
1: not like. How do you not?
0: <laughs> how do you yeah. not get the go with the three hundred and fifty dollar increase? Yeah. On yeah, the on the card.
1: On a whole different level, I have I have uh, Xbox 360 NCAA basketball 10, and I saw it on eBay for 250, and I'm like, hmm, I don't even have a 360 anymore. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, man, what do I do here?
0: Do I do go I... through the hassle? Right, that's the other thing is you can get totally screwed, especially on yeah. eBay. Yeah, there's no seller protection no it's pretty much all geared to the buyer yeah so if like you sell someone a graphics card and they decide that they don't think it works which has happened before they can get a refund yeah. and you can't do anything about it
1: yeah yeah the the best i could do is bring that game to like too many games yeah and just walk up to somebody and something's like a hundred dollars it's like i'll give you this for that
0: yeah do a trade yeah
1: give me your sega saturn there you go. I'll give you this.
0: There you go. See, Mark, you bought yourself a Saturn.
1: You I'm, I'm, did I'm it. honestly thinking of that. But um, <laughs> just because, you know, I'm sure that college basketball is going to be coming back soon because yeah, we're bringing I mean college football back.
0: Right. So, exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, it's it's like it's, it's you think of that stuff like I'm sitting here with that graphics card. That's probably shit on the computer that we're going to build for my second computer. Um, and I'm going, shit, should I just sell that? <laughs> <laughs> you know rather than do a second computer but um you know you always regret it when you do that you know? yeah um,
0: which is why i haven't done it because i i know it's, it because it's a cool graphics card and i enjoy having stuff and Yeah, it,
1: it's like it would be only a thing if you had two of them
0: yeah if i had two of the same card that'd be one thing but i'm yeah. kind of a collector so i like having yeah that thing
1: and that's what nvidia hopes for
0: right you know exactly So anyway, enough about NVIDIA being shitty. Uh, AMD announced some new stuff as well. Uh, To all those people who cannot purchase a graphics card, they're going to be releasing uh, what they call APUs, which is basically a a CPU with built-in graphics. So they are releasing the Ryzen 5 5600G, which is a 6-core, 12-thread processor, for $259, and the Ryzen 7 5700G, which is an eight-core, sixteen-thread processor for $350, mm-hmm. and those are coming out August 5th. And all of their APUs generally do a pretty good job of playing games at like 1080, 1080p. Yeah. So go ahead.
1: I was going. I was going to say, um, would that be like a worthwhile for say? Instead of doing the graphics card, or in down the line in a little bit, instead of using the graphics card that I had in my old PC, just buying that for $200. You know?
0: So, it's, it's weird. So, these are like stopgaps. I consider APUs either stopgaps for a gamer, or it's something for someone who doesn't need, you know, a graphics card. Like, someone who's either using it as a Plex server, or something like that.
1: Okay so a lot of a times streaming computer
0: yeah right you could use it as a streaming computer as well um but obviously with these new processors you'll have to purchase a new motherboard a new ram and all that other stuff so it's kind of it, it it's you like if you're upgrading from something old you're gonna have to get all the other stuff anyway but if you're trying to build a computer that eventually you want to put a graphics card in these are a really good starting point um, because they'll be able to play games up to a certain level without, you know, bursting into flame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for especially if you're if you're building a secondary rig just to stream your stuff, this would be good for that as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's really recommended for people who want to get a graphics card at some point and just can't find them right now. So AMD is yeah. the hero right now. <laughs>
1: Because you can't mine off these, right?
0: No, you can't mine off of off of these. So AMD wins. AMD won Computex, (laughs) and I'm 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 super happy with it because I might get one of these to do because I have a Plex server, but eventually I'd like to upgrade it because it's kind of old hardware. So one of these might be in my future. So we'll see. All right, that's that's all of my Computex news. Real quick before we get to E3. Uh, just a minor aside, a chicken nugget shaped like an among us character sold for a hundred thousand dollars on eBay. Let that sink in for a second.
1: Oh, I know this story. <laughs> I'll wait you continue. I. So.
0: so it was just it just happened to be a chicken nugget that looked like a character from among us. And someone went, This looks like that. I'm gonna sell it on eBay. And someone actually, physically, digitally, purchased this thing for one hundred thousand dollars not one hundred dollars one hundred thousand dollars like where is this where is this money coming from like did people get more stimuluses than i did like what happened
1: uh, well i can i i don't know i the the thing i always think about is just the dumb things in um like in the industry of like with with housing and stuff like that it's like the percentage of things that are just cash sales now yeah you know it's just I'm like where are people getting all this like what were they doing over the pandemic that you know cash sales are up and and I'm not even talking like cash sales like buying shells at like 80k we're talking like significant money right um that people are just putting cash out for and some this probably the same person that purchased a condo for three hundred thousand dollars goes oh that chicken nugget looks like that game I love ah here's 100k
0: yeah, I, it just blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where people's money is coming from, and I, I mean, obviously these people are probably our age. Yeah. I just, it just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I can't imagine spending that much money on something so stupid.
1: It's the, um, it's what makes it frustrating for at least people like us in our generation. That want to be collectors but not crazy and want to get certain things and somebody will just put a ridiculous amount of money on something. You know, like, you know, I want to get like an original. I have the cartridge, but like, hey, maybe I want an inbox Legends of Zelda, you know, link to the past.
0: Which which you can't buy anymore because they're like three hundred dollars.
1: Exactly. I'm like, I'll spend a hundred. I would pay a hundred dollars. I think the cart was like 70 when it came out anyway. Right. So it's not like that's not much of an increase. So inbox, everything, 100, sure. And when we went to too many games, there was one for 350. I'm like, no, fuck that. <laughs> um, I, the only thing I may pay for is like if somebody had an inbox NES gold cartridge of the original game. Yeah. You know, um, it, that's pretty cool to have. But it, it's like a lot of these people now have disposable incomes that are our age and are buying their... Um, trying to think of what the equivalent would have been for like boomers and stuff. Probably
0: cars, like... Yeah. Like, I feel like classic cars were a big baby boomer thing.
1: Yes, that... Exactly. It'd be like... like it'd be like, if we like to get muscle cars, but, like, they not want to spend too much. Like, we would take any year Mustang. It didn't need to be, like, the the classic year, like, you know...
0: I guess, like a 64 and a half, like, the first year or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, people were like, oh my god, I need to have that Mustang with all that. And I'm like, oh, that, somebody have a 71? Like, I don't yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that 71 would be just as expensive you know that's that's where we're at with all of this stuff you know you put anything out that's some kind of video game or something and somebody with disposable income who's an idiot will put money out ridiculous amounts of money
0: for it right and then it hurts everybody else because people can't afford those things which is kind of why i'm happy that people like Retrobit are putting out stuff like re-releases of games like they're putting out and we talked about it i think last podcast they were putting out the wily wars for the genesis yeah. like it you they first of all they never really they never released that on a cartridge so that's cool in itself but it's only 70 bucks and you get three games and you get a collector's edition stuff and yeah that's cool they've done that with other games that are exceedingly expensive too um i want to say they did it with metal storm okay. which is a, a very popular super expensive NES game because I think it was like a late NES game and they didn't make many of that cartridge. So now it's like a $500 game, but they re-released it for, you know, 45. I can deal with that. It's, it's, it's licensed. It's, I know it works and it comes with all this cool extra stuff. I don't care that it's not original. I want the, I want the game on a cartridge. You know, it's just, it's just really weird to me that, people spend so much money on stupid shit, especially food. It's going to go bad. Well, it's McDonald's, so it might not, but for a while, while. but you have to like, keep it in a vacuum for it to not go bad. Like you're spending a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a (laughs) supposedly, uh, uh, something that will break down eventually. Like you won't be, you like, it'll just be gone because it will decompose. I don't know. I I just figured Jenny would enjoy that. She I figured she'd get a kick out of someone doing something stupid like that because she always likes to th- find these weird stories. Yeah, I
1: sent I sent her the story immediately when I saw it.
0: <laughs> I just couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. But it's like you know all, all these things. Um, like I'm not even someone that like like I wish there were a lot more yard sales and stuff around me because. Well, Mark, I, that's,
0: know, that's the other thing. Like, people how, now make it, it's like a job for them to go to yard sales and get there before everyone else and buy up all the stuff. And then yeah. they sell it on eBay. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. We're None of us care that much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, you're not going to, you might, if you get, if you're remote enough, like, I don't think we'll ever find any in New Jersey, you know, going by the group that we're in on Facebook. But because um, they literally shout out, hey, there's a yard sale in this town.
0: And it's already too late by that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, it, it's going to keep happening, you know, until, you know, capitalism finally falls. And, you know, uh, people are always going to look to try to make the easy buck and, you know, not care about their fellow, you know, yep. collectors and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Still got to get that Saturn. <laughs>
0: We'll get you one. I, I now that too many games is happening this year. I think we can make that happen.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway, onto the the real stories, or at least what we hope is real. Uh, e three is coming up in a week from now. Oh, quotes. All right, quote unquote E three. E three time is happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, it we we always like E three coming up because a lot of stuff gets announced and. We have some stuff that we hope is going to get announced, so we're going to go over them quickly-ish, uh, because E3 this year is running from the 12th to the 15th, and hopefully we will be doing some streams yeah. around that.
1: Yeah, so I'll, we'll, start, we'll start that up front here. Um, yeah, so the plan is, and I don't see any reason why um, I wouldn't be able to do this. I may even need to carry my computer to another house to do this. Um <laughs> So I may need to house it um, or dog sit, honestly. But um, so uh, Saturday, June 12th is is the beginning. Um, it's the Ubisoft forward. And what I'm looking to do is, um, you know, that will start. It looks like 3 p.m. They're going to have a pre-show and all that. So we might come on about 230, 245 ish, depending on if I have anybody. If it's just me there, um, it'll probably be more 245 ish and we'll just go over just talking with the chat while the pre-show is playing and all that. Um, but if I have someone there, we might come on a little earlier to have conversation back and forth. Um, Cause there's only so much I can shout into the void. Um, <laughs> if, 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 you know, there's not much interaction in chat. So that's 3 PM. Um, we'll go through that. That's going to be a lot of things. Um, the most thing I'm most excited to see. Um, and we'll get deeper into it, but th- this wouldn't be one of the things I'd bring up for your topic, Tom, but um, I want to see what they want to what they're renaming that Rainbow Six quarantine to since <laughs> that game was announced before the quarantine. Yeah, so, so I'm interested to see just the name. I don't even care. I about
0: mean, knowing Ubisoft, they might not change it. They yeah. might just they might lean into it instead.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's Saturday, June 12th. The big day, which um, I'll be there for a while um, Add it, too, um, depending on um, how Saturday looks. I may do the Mass Effect stream either before or after that. So keep an eye um, for that since I'll be on anyway and it's only one show and I don't know what anybody else is doing on a Saturday. Um, And it looks like the show is only going to be an hour, three to four, and then the post show is on at four. We won't cover that. Um,
0: Yeah, we'll just be doing the actual showcase.
1: yeah, Yeah, and then Gearbox is supposed to be having a show on Saturday. We don't know the time for that yet. You know, it might be you know, closer to they just keep an eye on Twitter. Uh Sunday's the big day. Um Xbox and Bethesda starts at one. Um so uh that'll be probably an hour, hour and a half. I will be there. Hopefully I'll have either Jenny or Tom or both, um, for that one. Um and then Square Enix is at three fifteen, which I'm guessing it'll be about three thirty. I'm assuming it'll be a fifteen minute pre show or maybe a forty five minute pre show. Because that's just a weird time to start the press conference if there's no pre show. Yeah. Uh, and then Monday, um, we probably, we'll probably probably just do a wrap-up for Capcom and Take-Two and all that. But the one thing we're definitely doing a YouTube video on and not Twitch, um, me and Tom are definitely going to do, and maybe Jenny you'll join us, um, talk over the Nintendo Direct um, on Tuesday. Um, yep. We'll be in work, so we won't be able to do it live at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, I didn't think I had enough to take these days off. <laughs> um, but... Um, and plus, the fifteenth is not a good day for me to take off in my business anyway. Um, so uh, you know that you guys all know that, but we're going to try to avoid the best we can. Um, spoilers: We're probably not going to be able to avoid it, but um, you'll get our reaction to you know and discuss what we think of the things going forward. Um, you know, at that point, and then maybe we'll do a little wrap up of E3. You know, of everything um, after that or for for the YouTube channel um there uh so it'll be the the, nintendo directs only about 40 minutes um so we'll have a good 20 minutes if we want to make like an hour long video um you know wrapping up everything else we've seen um and then the thing that's far in the future which me and tom did last year um ea has their ea play live um in july um it looks like it's supposed to be july 22nd no time yet but just giving you guys notice in the future we'll be doing that as well um i think summer games fest is supposed to be at some point um uh, the jeff Keeley show right um keep an eye on the twitter if we'll do anything with that that might be a solo thing for me um to do especially if it's like during the day on thursday or friday um since i'm off those two days um and so i might just solo that um on the twitch channel but yeah yeah we got a lot coming up this week i love i want us to do uh e3 coverage and stuff like that since we've started this and i think this is the first time we're going to test it out so
0: uh yeah let us know what you think i'm excited because this is coming up on the two-year anniversary of our first podcast also because our first podcast was a recap of e3 2019
1: so is essentially me i watched every podcast (laughs) and you guys watched the ones you wanted to so there's an entire section. So don't go back and watch it. There, listen to it. There's an entire section of me just rattling off like two or three podcasts and you guys going, yep, uh-huh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because we're, oh my God, that happened, you know, because you hadn't watched it yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to having everyone involved this time. And I think, um, we might have more of a YouTube presence with it. Um, uh, we'll discuss that more this week. Um. You know, uh, since it'll be on weekends, we might be able to pop in to just do maybe a brief 20 minute recap of podcast um, for all three of us to talk about. So but um, first, Jenny's got to get better.
0: Yeah. Uh, Everyone needs everyone needs
1: to rest for a week before we go through this. Yeah. 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 That's that's why we had this week. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited.
0: Me too. So I I have a few specific things I'm looking forward to. I don't know if you have anything specific you're looking forward to, Mark. I am. So first for me, I really want to see this Xbox and Bethesda uh, showcase, just because Bethesda tends to show a lot of stuff, and Xbox needs all the help they can get. So I'm really looking forward to this because I want to see. I've, they're supposed to be announcing, fingers crossed, a new Forza Horizon. I know that I'm the only one who cares.
1: And that'll probably be in Mexico. Right. And I I, I'm, I was hoping for Tokyo Drift, but we'll we'll say that for another time.
0: Yeah, I'm heard I've heard Mexico, I would love to see a Tokyo, but um I, I they've they've done they've done France, the UK, Australia, and Colorado. So I'm hoping that we get something a little different. Just because the past three have kind of been very similar, so I just want to see something different. Also, uh I'm hoping to see something about Starfield. Yes, hundred percent. And possibly Elder Scrolls 6.
1: Yeah, that I don't that it Starfield's my number one um, for everything. Um, well, I take that back only because I don't think we're going to hear the thing that it would be my number one, <laughs> because I think that's going to coincide uh, with the Switch Pro announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think we're going to hear it at this press conference. We may at the direct, which is why um, I want to talk over that for sure. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> no. Thing sorry thing didn't mute. Um, it's okay. The, the uh, but Starfield's number one um, on that list for things I think will be announced. Um, I'm really excited about it because I am one that loves um, uh, Bethesda Jank in terms of the stories they tell because you know it it just leads to to things that are just fun um, if you don't take it too seriously. Like I always tell the story about you know the I came out of my House in the settlement turned around and a a chopper had spawned crashing Um, (laughs) on top of something. Yeah, I guess it was spawned like where a tree was. So the collision made it crash and then it fell onto the settlement. And it would happen like every so often, like it was a bug. And those are the types of things I love in Bethesda games. Not the bugs that were happening early in Fallout 76, um, but a lot of the stuff, the good bugs in those games. um,
0: The good, goofy stuff. But yeah, Starfield, I feel like, is going to be kind of how the Outer Worlds was. I hope not. Well, I mean, not not exactly the same, but kind of in that vein of you're going to travel to different planets. It's going to be Fallout-ish. Um, I, there could be space battles. You never know. I,
1: see, this is where we may differ on this. I like them, meaning Bethesda, when they when it's focused. Like, give me one planet, like, you know, you uh, know,
0: Mark, I hate to tell you, this is not going to be that. God damn it. Starfield. The... It,
1: that, that was the thing I hate about Outer Worlds was that 75 percent of the game was on one planet and it made the rest of the game like not really great. Right. Like if they would have a 100 they... percent on that planet, then the game would have been fantastic.
0: Right. Because they focused mostly on that one
1: planet. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I'm worried about. Now, if it's a thing like it's a space station, you know, sort of like how the settlements were, and you're going back and forth, kind of like a No Man's Sky thing, you know? Yeah. Okay, I can, I, I, I'll, okay. I, I just want, you know, something to be focused. Because if they get too open world, which is what uh, 76 did, we were just like, yeah, go anywhere. We don't care where everything's set up. You're in West Virginia. What's in West Virginia? You know? Yeah, <laughs> <Nothing>. um, <laughs> you know it's like yeah sure um but yeah yeah, maybe maybe i'll regret these words but you know i just get worried when they're trying to do too many environments now if you say obsidian's working with them um and they can combine their their forces i think if you combine the outer worlds with the bethesda like game you know you could have something really special um because i think the problem the problem with uh, Bethesda games is that their stories sometimes aren't great, but everything else around it is pretty good. And the thing with Outer Worlds is that that story was really good. Um but the stuff around it wasn't very like very, very like wasn't varied enough for me. Yeah. Um there wasn't and, there
0: wasn't a lot of other stuff to do.
1: Yeah, and now if that they're both under the same umbrella, <laughs> you know, with Microsoft. Yep. Um, maybe starfield they can come together, but i I doubt it with their history, but um, I
0: mean we'll see I mean weirder things have happened, yeah, so that those are my those are my number one hopes that we're gonna see well, I mean, those are very important to me, yeah,
1: yeah, um, so mine, um, which we will expand on because I know it's probably one of yours um to go deeper into um I really want to see what Final Fantasy sixteen is,
0: yes. Nice, like, oh, me too.
1: Is the thing I've been going back and forth to talking to other people like outside of our group um, that play those games specifically um, that I know um, and seeing online people talk about it um, is is what type of game is it going to be? I mean, it's Team Ninja, right, is involved with it. I I'm believe so. Um, so, is it going to be more Neo? You know, where it's just like a Dark Soulsy thing, where it's a bunch of levels interconnected. I really don't um, And really it's not much not. of an overarching story, you know, sort of thing. Um, or is it going to be like the Final Fantasy thing where it's sort of the same, that thing where there's different levels, but they're towns, quote unquote, right. um, or settlements, um, uh, you know, surrounding the five gods, and that's how it's all connected. Um, I like the idea that it, it's going to be focused on crystals, which is a big thing in Final Fantasy. Um, and it seems like each crystal is like one of the gods or summons like runs its own army. Um, yeah, I'm just really, I'm really happy that they're going back to medieval,
0: yeah, uh, styling because a lot of the most of the games past seven have been futuristic of to some extent.
1: And I think the only one that wasn't really
0: Nine and possibly 12?
1: Well, yeah, 12. Well, nine is... Nine was a specific thing that they did Um, that I think was like a... uh, um, What's it called? A passion project of, you know, you guys, we sold bonkers on 7 and 8. I know you guys really want to go back to this. Go ahead, do it, and we'll right. put it out at the end of the PlayStation. You know, it'll be fine. Um, More than... And then I because you can tell by everything else that's drug forward that the main focus of Final Fantasy was to be a more modern sort um, of sort of story. Um, but what I think 12, which is where I kind of hope 13 goes, is 16th. I would love it if I don't think that they've announced it yet. But and if they have, then I'm completely wrong here. But I would love it to be set in evilies, um, you know, if they're going to do, you know, attack like sort of a tactics type setup. Mm-hmm. with crystals and you know um people warring over the summons and stuff like that um because evil East is very you know it, it it's it's got an aesthetic to it um and you know a history to it that stretches through multiple games it's one of the only worlds that's spread out over multiple games that isn't a direct sequel right if, if yeah if you know what i saying. because it was in
0: tactics and crystal chronicles if i And I'm... 12 and 12, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. so I would love that. I don't know if they've already announced it. It's a whole different world, but that would be fun if, if they went back to that. I don't think they've announced. The success of 14. I don't think
0: they've announced anything. Like, I don't think any story beats have been.
1: Yeah, I want to find out what the hell that scar is on their faces or tattoos. I um, So
0: my big thing is they showed, like, someone and their parents getting killed. So that's typical Final Fantasy so Batman, stuff. Got it. Um, but I was like, what is this? Ca- like this, does this character turn into a summon? Like what is, what is happening here? There's, yeah. there's some really weird, confusing stuff that happened in those trailers. I hope they expand a little more on the story. And I, I want to see what the gameplay style is going to be. Cause that's kind of been kind of a, a sore subject for final fantasies in the past, you know, five games or whatever. Yeah. From thirteen, even I mean, some people didn't like twelve either. But from thirteen to fifteen, and all the games in between, everybody didn't either disliked it or hated it altogether. And I wasn't a huge fan of fifteen's battle style. I almost hope they just take seven remake and use that.
1: I'd I be think fine. it might be a hybrid of the two. From what I from that trailer that they released, like I'd be fine with that because. As I've played 7 Remake more, I've
0: started to enjoy the the actual battle system more because it's I kind of figured out how it's supposed to work. So yeah. it's a much more defensive mm-hmm. style than, like, say, Kingdom Hearts. Like, Kingdom Hearts, you're constantly attacking, constantly doing something. But Final Fantasy Seven Remake, it's still kind of turn-based. Like, you kind of just wait for them to attack you, and then you do, like, a... Like a parry or something, and then it hits your your ATB gauge, and then you get a chance to do a a magic cast or a summon or whatever, and then you go back to waiting, and you do you either attack a little bit or you sit back and wait. And I just think it's a lot more turn based than people think it is. Yeah, if that makes sense, it's yeah. like the modern version of a turn based action or turn based RPG. Um, but I I kind of hope they just use that. And speaking of Seven Remake, I hope we see something about part two. Just give me something—a date, a, a yeah. teaser. Teaser. Let me know that fine, it's happening. It? Let me let me know that it's in the works. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, the the whole thing with um with the watching that guy play through the, the the let's play he's doing on YouTube um showed me opened up my eyes to that battle system and I can't wait to play again, knowing some of the. Some of the little things I didn't know the first time I went through mm. um, for for remake. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for Square Press Conference, most just for a bunch of things. And mm. and for two things that uh, I, you're probably not as excited about. I don't know. I'm not going to assume. But I'm looking forward to, you know, the Life is Strange True Colors um, coming out and what the remaster looks like for my uh, game of the year. Life is Strange. Um, <laughs> my goatee
0: yeah life Uh, is strange is not something that interests me at all
1: yeah that that first game was ridiculous but um it's kind of like the first season of uh walking dead that was ridiculous and then everything after was kind of not great (laughs) um but yeah so the square Enix probably the one i'm looking forward to the most um nintendo we beat around the bush a little bit i would love it if they announced something with breath of the wild too um but i think they're going to pair that up with the switch pro release so if they're not ready to announce that yet um uh, I don't think they're going to say anything. They might tease it. Maybe it's a one more thing at the end, you know, when they show it.
0: Yeah, um, I mean that—that's one of my things. Is I—I I hope that they give us something about the new Switch. Yeah, I'm sure they won't. They're not going sure to th- do
1: anything because it's uh, a and focus on Nintendo Switch software. Um, oh, is could, that what the direct that's says? What it says. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, they, I, I wrote all this stuff down before that came out.
1: So, so it could. So what? Here's. What I could think the one more thing would be um, for the for this for the uh, direct would be at the end would be them showing Breath of the Wild 2 and it's saying at the bottom running on new, hardware you know, running on 4K on the new Nintendo Switch, you know. Right. And that's how they sort of announce it. Um, That would be a great one more thing. But again, it's Nintendo. They're very conservative. I don't know if they're going to do that.
0: I I would think that their one more thing is going to be zelda 35 that's just yeah. a guess but yeah i would i would like i mean i, I don't it. know that it's going to be like a, a zelda 35 like the the game or if it's just they're gonna show zelda all-stars or whatever you know
1: give, give me one of two majora ocarina combo cartridge for the switch mm-hmm. or you're bringing wind waker up to switch right either one
0: of those would be great like people give would give me one be, of those. People will be ec- ecstatic about that.
1: But I haven't heard any whispers of it, so um as God Skyward's but anyway, not brand <laughs> <laughs> of every time. But um just 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 give me just give me one of those two and, and I'll be happy with Zelda thirty fifth anniversary. Hell, I'll be happy if they announce here's an orchestra of vinyl to buy. i yeah. like, yes, take my money. <laughs> I I'm into vinyls now, so
0: Uh oh Mark, we're gonna have to go vinyl shopping now.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I have. Uh, yeah. And uh, thank you to Anthony, who's definitely listening to this podcast, who pointed out a uh, a new artist out there and was like, this is your shit. I listened to it and it was like, this is definitely my shit. <laughs> and I have pre-ordered the Olivia Rodrigo vinyl. Um, So and uh, so, yeah, I'm on that train. But like, I would love that. Like anything. I want them to do more with the 35th anniversary of Zelda.
0: Um, I I just hope they do something because we've we've heard nothing like it's just rumors. It's all been rumors. I haven't heard one thing about Zelda's 35th anniversary. I've not heard one concrete thing.
1: And I think is it this year or next year is Donkey Kong's 40th?
0: I think it's next year. Yeah. 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 It's it's really weird to me that like we've heard nothing, which makes me think that something's coming. Yeah.
1: But we don't know that. Yeah, you and, don't. Um, yeah and, and a couple final things to, to wrap it up with things I'll be interested to see. And I don't know if you have anything else to add. Um, I I'm looking forward I, to I was... seeing uh, more of that uh, the new Batman game, mm-hmm. um, you know, Court of Owls or whatever um, based game. I'm um, interested to see what this Marvel cross uh, fire axis thing is. Um, that might be Marvel XCOM. Um, I'll be interested to see what that looks like. Um, Because Fire Axis is usually really good. Um, I could see it being an X-Men game. X-Men X-Com. I could definitely see it being that. Um, So I'm interested in that. And then also, um, uh, on a smaller scale, I'm interested to see what um, uh, Ace Attorney um, stuff um, comes out. Because I've been wanting to play those games. And, you know, if they all come in a package for Switch, in like one cartridge, I will buy it. (laughs) <laughs> but i'm interested to see what they do with that um i don't know if you have anything else like I, even that i wouldn't be thinking of that you might want to throw out there
0: no the, the switch pro was going to be my only thing but if if they've n- announced that they that you know it's only going to be software then yeah. i'm done and,
1: and also the the end of it which makes me think there might be a breath of a while too thing is that it's uh nintendo switch software mostly releasing in 2021
0: so, okay so yeah we might see we might see some some new newer stuff coming later yeah i hope i um, well i'm gonna throw this out there but i doubt it's gonna happen no. i'd like to see a xenoblade chronicles x remaster that's the only other non-zelda game that hasn't been ported to the switch so um we'll see what happens uh we're hopefully like it like mark said we're gonna do our best to do as much coverage as we can on this, because generally E3 gets a lot of good good numbers, and we would like to get in on it, and we'd like to report our thoughts and opinions to everyone. So, uh, like like we said, keep an eye out on Twitter and YouTube and Twitch, because I'm sure we'll be going all or one, or some of those things.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, and speaking of Nintendo, we're going to get into a retro roulette game this week, which was yeah. GoldenEye double7 for the Nintendo 64. I mean, what is there to say about this game that has not already been said? This All is... right, we're done. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right, now nah, right done to wrap it up. But yeah, uh, if you haven't played Goldeneye, you really need to play it. Just, it see, th- here's, here's a problem with Goldeneye, though. It's better, it's not as good as you remember it.
1: I, I was going to amend your statement by going, if you have nostalgia for it, you need to play it. To yes. either see if you still like it, or to reminisce in those memories, um, you know, uh, because I don't think it's one of those things where we had the argument where Anne came on and did this whole thing about Legend of Zelda, where I also believe in this. I don't think um, kids that had the option to play Fortnite would even look twice at this game. Um, oh,
0: no, you know, no, like, I doubt it.
1: You know, like there's there's no the, the great history with this game is the playing with your friends multiplayer more yes. than the history of anything else with this game. I agree. Um, because it was the end of an era. You know, this would be like if you're talking about like the history of this type of game, you'd be more of a Quake, Wolfenstein, Doom. Like those were the ones that perfected the, you know, shooting without looking down sights. Um, right.
0: The the classic deathmatch. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that Goldeneye kind of, kind of reinvented the first person shooter for um, the console. Yeah. Up until this point, they were just They were just ports of Wolfenstein or Doom or whatever, and they were not usually not very good.
1: Or they were Turok.
0: Or they were Turok. And Goldeneye came out and kind of did everything right. Now something that people don't know, which is we were talking about this on stream, the game is way more in depth than just shooting. Uh, If you play on the higher difficulties, there are plenty of James Bond esque things that you need to do, like you need to sabotage the ship or you need to take pictures of this thing without being seen and i just feel like a lot of that gets overlooked because people just remember playing multiplayer and they they didn't really care about the higher difficulties on the campaign mode which is arguably one of the best fps campaigns ever
1: yeah yeah it's it's it falls into this weird nostalgia hole where it may not be the best version of this game on this system, this type of game mm. that might go to perfect dark. Um, but it's also the one that everyone played. Um, well, so, I'd argue
0: with I'd argue it. The James Bond tie in makes it more yes. popular.
1: Yes. And because, and it was first and it was, first. so, you know, you'll have your perfect dark defenders out there and they're probably correct. Um, that that multiplayer is better. Um, but everyone else played this one, like, you know, everybody, uh, you know, remembers uh, Slappers Only No Odd Job Archives, and we <laughs> exactly know what you're talking about if you're from a certain generation.
0: Right, I, I can I can picture it in my head. I'm yeah, or rockets it.
1: in whatever that one weird thing was that was like pyramids or something. Uh, I was um, thinking that Aztec. Aztec, yeah, <laughs> yeah, rockets only in there. Um, you know, like that was what this. You know, game was. it was one of the first games I can remember, you know, um, outside, I'll say outside of wrestling games, because me and my friends got together and played all those 64 wrestling games together. But this was the first one where everyone would play, not yeah. just the ones that liked wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like the guys and girls that weren't really into video games that were in our group would grab the paddle and try and, you know, controller and try and play, um, which, by the way, shows my age so I call it a paddle.
0: <laughs> um, well, yeah, because I don't think anybody's called it a paddle since Atari.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, I think that that was the best going back to it. Um, I didn't get as far as you just because it's like I saw enough of what you did and um, I got the gist of it. I'm, I'm, it's just a shame that we got this game now and not say a couple of months from now, you know, where we could have gotten together, you know, yeah, one what? weekend and play it. The three of us. And yeah, maybe I really have a video on it or something.
0: I, I really wanted everybody to play the yeah. the multiplayer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that's the only thing missing cuz the the story um you know it, it I've watched people play through it. it 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 gets really weird and complicated near the end. Um and those beginning levels are kind of crazy um and sort of easy if you know what you're doing. Um and they're easy to get lost and You know, Natasha's a pain in the ass. (laughs) You know, I didn't even I didn't even get to the hard level where you have to
0: have her with you.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's a 90s video game that nobody remembers as a 90s video game because they all remember the multiplayer.
0: Right. So something else interesting about this game, though, it was made by a bunch of people who had never made a game before. Like this team on rare at rare. They had this is their first game. So I always thought that was super interesting that the fact that they would never made a game before made this game better because of things they tried to do.
1: Yeah, and uh, and they went on and made Time Splitters, which was probably the last game in this era of this type of game.
0: Yes. Yeah, I Time mean, Splitters was like their last hurrah.
1: Yeah, I mean I haven't played The Perfect Dark on 360 in a while. I don't know if that was still the same type of shooter, if that had transitioned the aim, you know aim down sights um i just remember that one you could play with bots in the uh multiplayer which was always fun for me and my little cousin because we were the only two that would that want to play like multiplayer first-person shooters in our family yeah so games like call of duty were never fun when it was just me and him on a wide open map um because he couldn't be online he was eight
0: um <laughs> well yeah that's a problem
1: so uh that having bots is the only thing i remember because we played it a whole bunch because it was the only one that was any fun um but yeah, it's the it's the ridiculousness of, um, you know, nowadays it would have been a bunch of guys sitting around and and probably happened in colleges in the late '90s, you know, sitting around drinking beers playing this game.
0: Oh, I guarantee it. This so this yeah. this was uh m- me and my friends' game before Halo came out. Once Halo came out, that was it. We never played GoldenEye again. Yeah, for obvious reasons, Halo was much more modern than. Easier to hook up and easier to play. Uh, And it's also hard once you have, especially like nowadays, once you've gone to twin stick control for a first-person shooter, very difficult to go back to something like this, which I discovered, I think, on a Stop Skeletons from Fighting video that you can hook up two N64 controllers to your N64 with this game and use twin sticks with two controllers. Yeah. It's really weird and cuz you're holding two controllers but you can do it. You can set it up so that you're using two controllers to control bond and look up and down and walk and do all the things that you can do normally. I think they're switched like a, which which joystick does what, but you can just change hands so it's normal for you. Yeah, so it, I go ahead.
1: Yeah, I never knew that um and it still boggles my mind trying to figure out how you would actually play that like we'll,
0: we'll have to try it I, I thought about doing it on stream but i was like that's just too much work yeah to try to get it figured maybe out that's
1: a, maybe that's it maybe it's an extra life thing
0: yeah maybe we'll do an extra life yeah we should totally and especially uh if we have everybody together we should play goldeneye uh yeah. multiplayer just yeah. to get everybody's you know nostalgia not nostalgia because i don't know that jen really has nostalgia for this game she never played it i don't think until this so yeah, like dan obviously would have nostalgia for it because we used to play it all the time yeah it's just
1: yeah it's a game that we we definitely had to play the multiplayer to get a full score on it i can get my score for the single player which is probably what we'll do um but i need to re i need to see if the multiplayer is still just as fun but like yeah. we found out halo is still just as fun yeah, you know, exactly. Like but.
0: So I, I I do have one one like gripe against the game, and I guess this is just me being nitpicky at this point. That's the frame rate. When you get like five guys on screen and stuff starts blowing up everywhere, the frame rate goes to like five. You're like five frames a second, maybe. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just way ahead of its time. It's on a cartridge. Like, think about that. This game is on a cartridge and it it's got all this AI and stuff happening. It's pretty amazing, and the music is really good and of course, I'm gonna mention the music because that's what I do. Uh, I music sometimes gets me through games when I don't like them, so <laughs> I gotta gotta commend the music here uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got it It's a hell of a game, and you yeah. should try it if you haven't or or if you if you can or have any way of doing it, you should play the now leaked 360 version if you have any way to do that because that will give you modern controls and it'll look a lot better and <laughs> still be Goldeneye. yeah so let's uh do
1: you have anything else mark before we give this a score no no that that was about it just looking forward to playing multiplayer with it at some point
0: me too all right so scores what do you give it mark
1: uh well the campaign i would say two out of five um two out of five Ah, uh, it's 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 way too <laughs> It, it, it's a combination of way too um, complicated at times, um, unless you play it on extremely easy um, and, you know, uh, easy to get lost. Like it's for the time, it was probably amazing, um, but I can only go off of playing it again in nostalgia. And I, I don't think I ever finished the campaign when I was a kid either. Um, I did. Uh, so. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not great. <laughs> I, so, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I have
0: nostalgia goggles. I'm giving yeah. it a four and a half. Okay. Out of five.
1: You played a lot more of it than I did. So, but from what I you, played, it was just like, ah, the, the
0: point, some, the points you're making are valid. It's very easy to get lost. And yeah. I mean, it's, it, there's some dark points where you can't see anything, which is annoying, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those games that I feel like I could pick up and play anytime time and be happy with it. So I feel okay giving it a four and a half.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a two and a half for the fact that you can shoot guys in the dick.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Give it a half a point for that.
0: Fair enough. All right. On that note, let us spin the wheel. Okay. Interesting one. NES game. Mark, we're playing Hudson's Adventure Island.
1: Nice. This might so, be a game I played maybe a lot more than everybody else here.
0: I think so, because I I didn't own this game until like last year. So I don't I don't have any game. I don't have I, any reference whatsoever. Like no nostalgia.
1: I will tell everyone that we're probably uh won't get if I was in a better condition to where I think I would be or I may not even be available um, for the stream tomorrow because of, they call this movie keep getting pushed back because of sickness. Okay. Um, I would host this stream. Um, right. Cause
0: you really like this game.
1: Yes. If I'm available to do that, I will host the stream. Okay. Tonight. But if not, I will try my best to be on there because sure. I am not good at this game. I will say that up front. It is a platformer. No surprise to anyone listening out there. <laughs> um, but I love this game. Um, I am pretty solid at the first level, um, because I played it probably hundreds of times. Um, but I recommend to everyone, after our stream tonight, and you see how far we get, which will probably be through the cave, I would imagine. Um, I may actually just want to see you play it, to be honest, because That's I know fun. how far I get. Um, okay. And I never get past the cave, because I'm a terrible platform player. <laughs> um, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, we might see more of the game if Tom play. Um, but I want everybody to go either watch a Let's Play or watch a speedrun and see how ridiculous this game gets as you go along.
0: I can only imagine.
1: It is it is a ridiculous story, kind of problematic, mostly problematic. Um,
0: <laughs> it's it's, a, it's, it's
1: a, an NES game in the 80s. Yeah. So um, be, you know, trigger warning about that. <laughs> um, if you do watch the speedrun um but it this game is not what you think it's going to be in the beginning right. um as you get later in the game um there are boss fights in this game which i don't know if you'll get to but I hope there I are boss fights in this game which i never knew until i watched speedrun and i've been <laughs> playing this game for 30 years um so i am excited we got this
0: game. awesome i'm glad that someone as else besides me is excited for one of these games <laughs> So uh I think that's gonna wrap it up for this wrap it up for us this evening. Uh Mark, do you wanna let everybody know about They Call Us a Movie and Stranger Damies?
1: The Stranger Damies, our D and D podcast, um, airs every other Wednesday. Um there won't be an episode this week. There'll be one the week after. Um we uh stream episodes. we stream our sessions live every other Friday. Um so the account will start from this Friday. Um since we had to delay a bit because of uh sickness and um, you know, uh, I think more of the weekend and things like that. Thankfully, we had enough episodes backlog that we're able to do it. But this Friday, um, we will be doing it. Um, whether it be an episode or two, I don't know, but we'll at least get one in. And then two weeks, uh, from then will be the next session. Uh, so that is all on twitch.tv slash ball pod. Um, you can follow Stranger Damies on Instagram and Twitter at Stranger Damies. Um, and then, um, you know, we have Day Calls Movie every Thursday. Um follow that on Instagram and Twitter at the Main damy Uh the main is where everything lives. If you want to listen to all of our podcasts um without having to click around on an app or anything, um that is where it's located. Uh so and it's also got all of our writing and anything like that on there. Um so be sure to uh check that out. And then we stream um on the channel. Uh Mondays is Tom's um retro streams. Um, whether it's the retro roulette or playing Suikoden, um, Wednesdays is apex after dark, which I should be back on this week. Um, Thursday, we'll finally be back with paper. Markio. Um, one week it was because, um, you know, real life stuff got in the way. And then the other thing I was definitely ill. Um, so hopefully cross fingers, knock on wood. I am off this Thursday, so I should be able to be in a good condition. Um, now, Paper Mario may look a lot like uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrate. Um,
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, you could you're you're more than welcome to stream that if you want. No, to. no,
1: I'm, I'm kidding. I I, I <laughs> what am I saying? I'll I'll have it beaten before. No. Um, <laughs> the uh, and then Friday um is like I said um it's either we're recording this co- podcast or we're doing Stranger Names. Saturday afternoon might become my Mass Effect streams. I think. That might be a perfect time to do it, um, you know, from like twelve to four in the afternoon if I don't have anything going on. Um, that it'll be like twelve to four either Saturday or Sundays. I think Saturday will be good because Dan, um, on most nights when his wife is not <laughs> on her on her sick bed, um, would be doing Dan of the Wild on Sundays. Um, so I think it's a nice way to spread out our content a little bit there. Um, so and then Tom. Um, You know, let's plug everything else with the podcast here.
0: Yes, like Mark said, we are streaming five to six times a week. So feel free to check that out. Uh, Before we get out of here, I want to mention that we are an affiliate of Stone Age Gamer. If you have any need for retro uh, console accessories, cables, controllers, power supplies, pretty much anything you can think of. uh, Go check them out via the link in the description of the podcast. Every time you use that link and purchase something, it gives us a little kickback and it uh, helps us make these streams and podcasts better for you guys. So uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. Uh, it's, it's been a long couple of weeks, so hopefully next, next uh, show will be back in full strength. And everyone will be well again. It's so uh, I hope you all are staying safe, be nice to each other. And for Mark, I'm Tom, and we'll catch you guys in the next one.